0: Part 2. It is Thursday morning, 9.02. I sit at my kitchen table and drink the large black coffee that I bought from the corner deli. Thursday is normally the day that I send out the checks to the vendors. I will have to do this Tuesday instead, along with next week's deposit and next week's check run. Serena will have to make this week's deposit herself while I am out. Payroll hits tomorrow, and we are running low on cash. It is nine oh seven. I wonder if Serena even knows how low we are on cash. She will have to go to the bank this morning if she wants the payroll to clear. I briefly consider calling Serena to tell her about the payroll. I decide not to call. I am suspended after all. It is nine thirty three. I am almost done with my coffee. I will rake the leaves after lunch. I decide to work on my chemistry sets. I started cleaning out our basement after my mother died three years ago. And one of the things I found was my Gilbert chemistry set from 1968. The old sets were fun because they had real chemicals like sodium cyanide and potassium nitrate. They also had real experiments like glass blowing and explosions. Today's sets don't let you do anything fun. At best they'll give you baking soda and beet juice for color. My old set was in pretty good shape, but most of the chemicals were gone. So, I started ordering replacement parts from eBay. I now have Gilbert sets from 1936, 1940, and 1956, and a manual from 1928 called Chemistry for Boys. The manual isn't in good shape, but it is fun to read the experiments. After I replace the parts, I will start doing the experiments in order. Experiment number 30 is To Fireproof Cloth or Paper. Experiment number 57 is how to make an explosive mixture. I walk downstairs to the basement where I keep the chemistry sets. I keep them on the old workbench where my father's tools used to be. The workbench is below a half window that is level with the street. I look up and see the tires of a car that's parked at the curb. I turn on the light bulb above the bench and pull out my 1936 set. I paid more for this one because it came in the original blue wooden case. There's a water stain at the back of the case, but the structure is still solid and the blue is not too faded. There is a red metal latch in front that says Gilbert. I find a roll of paper towels and dust off the case. There's more dust than I expected. I will eventually look for a sealed Tupperware bin to store the sets. I find my reporter's notebook which contains my inventory of chemicals and parts. In the older sets, the chemical bottles are made of wood. I have many of the bottles already, but I need to order replacement chemicals to pour in the original bottles. I will eventually look on eBay for a spice rack to display the bottles. I flip to my inventory of the 1936 set. I remove each bottle from the case and recheck my inventory. One. Bottles. Good condition. Sulfur, tartaric acid, iron metal, powder, powdered charcoal. Two bottles damaged. Nickel ammonium sulfate, water damage. Ammonium chloride cracked. Sodium bisulfate, water damaged. Label is torn. Aluminum sulfate, top is cracked. Three bottles missing. Potassium nitrate, sodium carbonate, sodium cyanide, tannic acid. Four chemicals replace all my inventory list is complete I dust off the bottles and return them to the case I turn on my computer and sign on to eBay pictures of vintage chemistry sets appear in my feed I see another copy of chemistry for boys and I am pleased that I paid less for my copy I decide to start with the bottles I search for potassium nitrate first and 33 listings come up. Most are for fertilizer. I see nothing from Gilbert. I try searching for sodium cyanide next and get only four items. Three are plastic warning signs that say, Danger! Sodium cyanide! The fourth is a 1923 newspaper advertisement for a chemical company. Next, I try searching for 1936 and Gilbert chemistry set. This time I get a hit for one of the incomplete sets in a used condition. The case is missing, but I zoom in on the photo with a bottle and parts. The ammonium chloride bottle is in better shape than mine, and I see a bottle of sodium carbonate. The minimum bid is forty nine ninety nine. I enter a maximum bid of sixty one dollars forty three cents. The listing ends in eleven hours and forty three minutes. I am the first bidder. I decide to move on to the chemicals. I open another tab and do a Google search for potassium nitrate. The first site that comes up is a bulk chemical distributor. I can buy a 50-pound bag of tech-grade potassium nitrate pellets for $129.95. Definitely more than I need. Next, I see a link to Seed World, which appears to be some sort of farming site. Seed World will sell me a 5-pound bag of potassium nitrate powder, 99.8% pure for only 14.95. I add one bag to my cart. A notice pops up that says, no fly shipping, only UPS ground. I click okay and proceed to checkout. I then search for the other chemicals that I need for my 1936 set. I find the science site and buy the sulfur, ammonium chloride, sodium bisulfate, Iron metal powder and powdered charcoal, not bad. The items should arrive in five to seven days. I click back to the eBay tab, I am still the highest bidder. The auction ends in 11 hours and 21 minutes. I leave the computer on but go back upstairs to the kitchen. It is 1042, I will eat lunch at noon its three hundred three, and I am still the highest bidder. One person entered a bid for $57, but my maximum bid was higher. I consider raising my maximum bid, but I decide to wait. There are seven hours left in the auction. I wonder again if there will be enough cash for tomorrow's payroll. I call the bank and check the foundation's checking account balance. The balance is $237,000. higher than it was yesterday. Serena must have made the deposit after all. The payroll will clear. I try and think of what to do for the rest of the afternoon. It will be very busy when I return to work on Tuesday. I decide to make my list of things to do when I return. One. Apologize to Serena. Mr. Thompson said that I had to apologize first thing on Tuesday. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll wear sunglasses so I don't have to look at Serena. I should at least get my notepad back after I apologize. Two, vomit, scrape tongue, and gargle with hydrogen peroxide after apologizing to Serena. Three, call Miss Phelps. Miss Phelps is the social worker that Mr. Thompson is making me call. I laugh out loud at the thought of this. Four, send out last week's AP checks. The checks were already late. I was supposed to send them out yesterday. The vendors always call me when the checks are late. I hate talking to vendors. I will tell that to Ms. Phelps. Five, print new AP checks. I normally print the checks first thing Tuesday morning. I'll be lucky if I get to this by late afternoon. Six, make deposit. I may not get to this at all on Tuesday. I will have to do it Wednesday instead. It is 322 and I am done with my list. I sigh loudly and get my jacket. It's time to rake the leaves. It is 1059 PM and I am still the highest bidder on my eBay auction. There are four minutes remaining. I open another tab and check the five-day weather forecast. They are still protecting rain for Monday. Monday is Halloween. I click on the hour-by-hour forecast. It is supposed to rain the entire day. It is 11.03 PM, and I click back to eBay. There are three seconds left on the auction. Now I am outbid. I click to raise my bid, but it is too late, and the auction ends. Sniped at the very last minute. I hate snipers. I make note of the winner's username. I asterisk asterisk R. I recognize the name. I think he has sniped me before. I click on his 30-day bidding history and check his most recent bids. He has placed one bid in books, nonfiction, four in toys and hobbies, science and nature, and eleven in toys and hobbies, O scale. He must really like trains. I shut down my computer and go upstairs to bed. I am too tired now, but I know what I will do tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will get Sniper, I asterisk, asterisk, ah. It is Friday morning, 7.02. I get my large black coffee and butter roll from the corner deli and head straight for the basement. I boot up my computer and take a bite of my roll while I wait. My computer takes longer than I want it to. I take another bite and slurp my coffee. My computer is finally ready. I log on to eBay and search for Toys and Hobbies, Science and Nature. I actually see a listing for mint, never used, 1924 Gilbert chemistry set, nearly 100 years old. I click through and read the description. Very rare to find a complete set. All chemicals never opened. All tools present, as manual. Can't be many of these around left in the world. I click on the pictures, and the set seems complete. There is even a close-up of a sealed bottle of potassium nitrate. But I check the bids, and I asterisk asterisk R is not one of the bidders. I decide to move on without bidding. I have a larger mission today. I scour through the remaining listings in Toys and Hobbies, Science and Nature, and look for bids from I asterisk asterisk R. I finally find one. I turn to a fresh page in my reporter's notebook and write, Friday, October 28th, across the top. Then I write down I asterisk asterisk R's bids. 1. Ward Science 3D Anatomical Pregnant Shark Model. I don't know what he plans to do with this, but I outbid him anyway and make note of the bid end time. Friday, 12.43 p.m. 2. Conus Pathological Human Tissues Educational Microscope Slide Set. Maybe he's a Dexter fan. I outbid him again and write down the end time. Friday, 4.42 p.m. Three, the Preparatory Manual of Explosives. Radical Extreme Experimental. Saturday, 8.13 a.m. This one actually sounds interesting. I outbid him and set a maximum bid of $63. 4. Boom. Splat. Kablooey. Monday, 6.11 p.m. The full name is Boom. Splat. Kablooey. A klutz, explosive kid's science and activity kit. But I am tired of writing, so I stop at Boom. Splat. Kablooey. I outbid him and set a maximum bid of $97.15. I start laughing to myself. Let's see him snipe that. I add up my maximum bids. If I win all of the items, I am out $314.63. The best-case scenario is that I win the explosives manual and just drive up the price for the rest. But regardless, this is a fun morning. It is 4:45 and I am now the proud owner of one pregnant shark model and one slide set of human tissues. I asterisk asterisk upped his bid on the explosive manual, but I outbid him again and will continue to watch. I am still the highest bidder for boom, splat, kablooey. I walk upstairs to the kitchen. It is almost time for dinner. What a nice day. It is 2 o'clock on Halloween. It has been raining all day, just like the paper said it would. I hope it stops raining by the time the kids get home from school kids don't come out as much when it rains i decide to try on my scream grim reaper costume to see how it looks with the new sickle i put on a costume and walk upstairs to the full-length mirror in my mother's old bedroom the costume works perfectly between a rubber mask and a full length cape no one can tell it's me it is 2:12. 12. i decide to keep the costume on in case the kids come home early from school I walk downstairs and get the tray of treat bags from the kitchen. I place the tray on a card table next to the mummy in the front hallway. I drag in a chair from the living room and sit beside the mummy. It is 2.32. The younger kids should start coming soon. I watch the rain through the front window. The rain looks lighter than it did before. Maybe it will stop by tonight. There is a small group of children walking down the street. The children have brightly colored raincoats on so I can't see their costumes. They turn and walk up my front walkway. I greet them at the doorway holding the sickle. Hi, Harold. Happy Halloween. It is Cynthia, my next-door neighbor. Cynthia is a kindergarten teacher with three kids of her own. Great costume, Harold. Are you the Grim Reaper? I nod silently and hand out the treat bags. There are four children in the group. The girls are Josie and the Pussycats this year. We have three Josies and one Pussycat. I nod again silently. I can see the cat ears under the raincoat hoods. Thanks, Harold. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow? I nod again and close the door. Each year I give Cynthia the leftover treat bags to take to school the next day. Last year I had 27 bags left over. I had 17 left the year before. It is 2.53. I sit down again next to the mummy. The mummy is starting to sag. I may have to restuff it for next year. I hoist up the mummy so it sits straight in the rocking chair. I reposition the mummy's arms so they rest stiffly on the arms of the chair. It is starting to rain harder again. I see a group of school kids running past my house. They do not turn up my walkway. They stop instead at the house next door. Maybe they will stop at my house on the way back. It is 5.53 and still raining. It is dark out now. I can see my reflection in the front window sitting next to the mummy. I look down at the tray of treat bags. I have the bags arranged in ten rows of ten, so it's easy to see how many I have left. There are 96 bags left so far. I decide to make my dinner. I walk to the kitchen and put my hungry man meal in the microwave. After seven minutes, the room begins to smell like cobbler. I take off my mask and sit down at the kitchen table to eat. The doorbell rings while I am eating. I quickly put my mask back on and run to the door to answer it. There are three ghosts with black umbrellas standing at my doorway. I hand out the treat bags and return to the kitchen to finish my dinner. I clean up after dinner and return to the front hallway. I stare at my reflection in the front window and wait for the doorbell to ring again. It is 9.53 and still raining. I look down at the tray of treat bags. There are 93 bags left. I will wake up early tomorrow and give the leftover bags to Cynthia. I turn off the front porch light and bring a tray into the kitchen. I pack the treat bags into a plastic garbage bag and place them by the door. Tomorrow is Tuesday, the day I return to work. I make sure all the doors are locked and go upstairs to bed.